It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Salinas, my kind of town. Welcome to Life in Salina, your official community podcast of Salina, Texas. On every episode, we celebrate and share the stories that connect our community. We want to inspire you to live life connected. This is Life in Salina. Salina's my kind of Welcome to this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. We are recording at the Little Wooden Penguin. Howdy, my name is Drew Myers. It is my honor and privilege to sit down with Cleveland and Kim Wycliffe. They have a crazy story. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, we've had back-to-back crazy stories. And when I say crazy, I mean awesome, wonderfully great about how they ended up in Salina, Texas and what they're already doing in this community. So thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Okay, so we talked a little bit before we hit record. I got the Cliff Notes version of your story. Let me get people up to speed real quick. You guys dated in high school in Northern California, the Bay Area. Yes. Went your separate ways. That's correct. And then reconnected via social media, which is a thing now. And Kim, you were living in Frisco, Texas. Cleveland, you were still in California. That's correct. And you guys got back together. And Cleveland, you ended up moving here as well. That's correct. And it took um, your hairdresser <laughs> yes. to introduce you to Salina, Texas. So That's very true. Let me ask this question first and foremost. In the 325 is rolling through Salina, Texas, yes. right on time today. The train's so right on time. It's so funny. When we record this at the Little Wooden Penguin, it, it rolls by periodically, and it just adds to the ambiance of the podcast because it's a thing here in Salina. So, Kim, here's my question. When your hairdresser was telling you about Salina, Texas, what did she say? Well, there were quite a few things. Um, So she's been my hairdresser for over 10 years. So she moved to Salina quite a while back. And she had been telling me for years how much she loved her town and how cute it was and how she loved her neighbors. And she started telling me about Friday Night Market and that we should come up and see a Friday Night Market. And she also told me about um, all of the great places on the square. So one day I was saying to Cleve, you know, Carrie keeps telling me about all these cute places up on the square in Salina. We should go have lunch at one of those places. It sounds like a really cute little square. It's an up and coming town. And, you know, we don't get north of Frisco too very often. Um, I worked in Dallas. So, you know, we went south a lot, but we we didn't really go north a whole lot. So um, she just talked about how cute it was and all the cute things. So that's how we ended up, you know, just driving up to the square one day and having lunch and walking the square and seeing the sights. Cleveland, what was your first impression of Salina? Do you remember? Um, I guess we were saying it was kind of like Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like was, that. Yeah, it was very Hallmark, like Hallmark very film. very storybook. Yeah. Very slow pace compared to what we're used to. Where did you guys eat? Toasted walnut. We had if, the burger. 
and tell people <laughs> what happened after you walked out of Toasted Walnut and you ate your burger. Well, we had taken a walk around the square and uh, we we had our burger and we had actually stopped uh, before we had lunch um, at the EDC and we had had a brief conversation with Alexis. Um, we had sort of a budding business that we were doing out of our home in Frisco. And so um, we walked out and I said, uh, I think we need to move here. And Cleve looked at me and said, uh, okay, like when? And I said, <laughs> like, like now, like, like, let's, let's, let's sell our house. We're going to open a business here. And he said, we are. And I said, what do you think about opening a bakery here? And he said, yeah, let's do it. So we had been talking about doing something different with our lives and our kids had all left the house and our last one went off to college and we were in a house in Frisco that was bigger than what we needed without any children living at home. And it was just getting, you know, we only used the first floor and, you know, we, we occasionally so live in a seven bedroom house. Yeah, we had a, we had a seven oh, wow. bedroom house. Wow. Okay. So we had a lot of kids. And so, uh, between the two of us, we have five children. So, um, we're like, okay, well we don't use a quarter of this house anymore. This is silly. Um, although we had remodeled it top to bottom and put our dream kitchen in it, which was a little painful to sell, but, um, well, that's but, why it sold in three days, right? Yes. It sold in three <laughs> days. Um, and we had a lot of offers, but I called my friend who was an agent. Um, he's actually an agent in Atlanta and said, do you have a friend here you'd like me to go through? And he said, yes, I have somebody that can call you. And we had an agent the next day um, after we had lunch here. So we had an agent. Um, we were done in four months. Um, and we moved to Salina and started working with Alexis, working, trying to find a location for the business we had started in our house in Frisco. Okay, so push pause. Cleve, I'm bringing you back into the conversation. Tell me what went through your mind when your wife says, Let's start a business here. Let's sell our house and move here. What was what was going through your mind, man? It's just Kim. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Kim thing. So it's like uh, it was a decision we made together, and we just been doing it ever since. I have a tendency to have some kind of crazy ideas, and I picked up on that by his yeah, answer. Yeah, most yeah, of yeah. the time he just sort of um, will roll with it until it gets a little too out there. So Cleveland, tell people the nature of the business that you're getting into. And you guys are very qualified to go into this and we'll get into that in just a second, but tell people the type of business you're opening in Salina, Texas. Well, we wanted to have more of like a comfort type of a bakery, um, place where people can come in and have a nice meal and nice conversation, have that good feeling and you know, that type of thing. So that's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. It's called Swirls Bakery. Yes, it is. And it all started with a dare. What does that mean? Well, Cleveland made cinnamon rolls for a long time, um, for me and for our neighbors, for family. And I said, I think we should sell these. And he said, no one's going to buy these. And I said, well, what if I sell them? And he said, well, if you sell them, I'll bake them. I said, all right, game on. So I sold them. I put them on Facebook when we lived in Frisco. Uh, the next morning we had 12 orders. He had to go to work. Um, so those people had to wait for their 12 orders, but he made them. I sold them on a dare sort of, and, um, we sold them out of our home for what, probably six months or so before we came up here to start looking for commercial space. But that's how it all started is he, he made them just because I sold them. How did you start making cinnamon rolls? Tell me about these cinnamon rolls. I mean, if people are buying them, they must be good. My first job when I was a kid was at Mrs. Phil's Cookies, So it's not like far off, but I just always know how to bake. Are they fabulous? Are they something special about them? Uh, 
like to toot my own horn. They're fabulous. Well, I'll let your I'll let your wife toot your horn then. Tell me about them, Kim. I don't bake them. Uh, I don't have and people ask me all the time what's in them, and I tell them I don't know because I don't bake them. People always stop me and say, "Oh, we love what you bake." I keep trying to tell people that I don't bake them, and they just won't listen to me. They just assume that I'm the baker. I'm a great hype woman. I'm the marketing person. I you book through me, but I don't bake it. Um, so they're wonderful. He spends a long time on them. And that's one of the reasons I think that people love our cinnamon rolls is they taste like something that has a lot of attention and love and care and it's homemade because it is. A lot of people don't want to spend that kind of time. It takes a long time for him to make the dough. Um, it rises three times before he's ready to put it in the oven. A lot of chemistry involved with the yeast and making sure that the yeast grows properly and rises properly. And they're just fluffy and doughy and delicious. No, let's um, go. I'm serious. I'm gluten conscious now. Don't eat a lot of cinnamon rolls. But the way you just hyped that, <laughs> I want one now because it sounds so good. Well, oh, we will we'll make <laughs> sure to get like you this. some. Yes, everything in moderation. We don't have a gluten-free version because Yet. generally speaking, they have a tendency to turn out kind of like a hockey puck. Um, oh, okay. And we don't want to serve anybody a um, hockey puck. A hockey puck. So we have we have a handful of items that he has mastered um, as gluten-free for I like you. that word. His brownies are gluten-free. They're made with oat flour. Um, and they're fabulous. Not a single solitary person in town could tell you that they could tell the difference. But that's what we want. We want you, if you have to tell that somebody that it's gluten-free, then probably won't sell it. Right. Because we want everybody to feel like they got the best possible product. Sure. And, you know, you're, you're bringing this up because I brought up the gluten-free stuff, but you guys are a full-service bakery. You just don't make cinnamon rolls and gluten-free brownies. You guys do it all, right? Yes, we kinda, do. Kind of talk about all the things that you do. Oh, goodness. Well, it's a pretty long laundry list, but um, we didn't open with the intent to make really cupcakes or cakes or any of that stuff. We really shied away from that. And we had so many people calling us and asking us to bake them for them that it became ridiculous that to keep turning people away. Um, so he makes some fabulous cakes. Um, we do lots of different flavors. We do cupcakes and mini cupcakes. We do um, probably six or seven different kinds of cookies. Um, we do Just to kind of make it easy. The type of things that we make are things that people enjoy to eat. We don't use fondant. We don't use ingredients that you've never heard of before or start making up different things. Butter, flour, <laughs> sugar, maybe some water, maybe a little milk. But there's nothing, you know, out there that's, you know, in the product. So, and we don't like, we don't make anything we don't like. So it's kind of specific to our taste and how we like things. So we're just not, it's kind of like if we're going to do it, we're going to do it our way and we're going to do it for fun and not do it as if it was a labor. Sure. And one thing that you said earlier, it's, it's, it's comfort food. It's the food that makes you feel good, right? You mentioned all the ingredients right there, Cleve, but also the time and the love that goes into, you guys are putting a lot of time and energy into this and that goes a long way. You can, like you said, you can almost taste it right. when people put that much into it. You know, it's funny. Uh, we had a customer not long ago, um, call us and tell us, um, that her strawberry cake wasn't strawberry because they cut into it. <laughs> they cut into it and it was sort of a, uh, a pinkish tan color. And I said, well, that's what color strawberries are when you blend them into the actual batter. So it's not red because we don't use red food coloring for a oh, strawberry cake. Yeah. We just use all natural strawberries and that's what color they are when you put them in cake batter. 
Um, so that was just one of the many things that, you know, we found as we go along that sometimes we have to point out to people, if, even though it's not bright red, that doesn't mean it's not strawberry. When you taste it, you're going to taste fresh strawberries because we use all fresh ingredients. Um, I thought you were going to tell them the story about the, was it the lady or the girl where she took a bite out of it and it was, was it a funeral or where she took a bite of one of the things and it said it reminded her of her when she was a kid or something? Oh, those are our uh, our sugar cookies. We do some sugar cookies, and we do have an all-natural coloring that we put in them. We most frequently make them orange because we are here in Salina. We call them bobcat cookies, um, and they, they go at a lot of different bobcat events. But her um, it was actually Melissa Cromwell, and that cookie tastes exactly like something that her grandmother used to make. So um, we make a lot of them for her. But those are the kind of comments that we tend to get from people and and, king cake too. and yeah the king cake we just had some customers who took our king cake home to their family in south louisiana to share it with oh them. wow yeah so we were <laughs> that's really, saying a lot right there yeah we were really we felt very honored that they would do that so um and because of that we've started catering as well um, people said well what else can you make you know what else can you do um, so we've started doing grazing tables and we do hot and cold catering as well so there's just it's kind of been evolving based on the customer need. It's one of the things we pride ourselves on. We we say that we love a custom order and we mean it. So there's a, a part on our website to comment or to send us an email and ask us about custom things. And a lot of the products that we've started doing have evolved from customer requests, just p- things people have asked for and said, well, could you? We just had somebody who um, passed and a lady called and said, my grandmother's favorite Dessert is a margarita bar. Do you make margarita bars? I, I said, I don't know. what What's a margarita bar? <laughs> um, what is so it? It's um, Like a it, lemon bar? It's like a lemon bar, but it's made with lime and tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go. Y- let's go, yeah. <laughs> you got me now. <laughs> and we've decided um, that us, along with a lot of people in Salina, love a margarita <laughs> bar because they're delicious, and yeah. they have tequila and fresh lime zest on top, and they're really good. So now that's on our menu. But that was all based on somebody's grandmother who loved lime margarita bars, and, and we provided them for her wake. Who knew? Now, do we make everything? No. So there's, yeah. <laughs> there's a limit. There's a limit. There's a limit. And then there's some things we don't make just because we're here to fit a need for the community. If there's some people in the community already making the same product, why do we need to right. cause that type of competition or this, that, and the other? Yeah, we want to be respectful. Yeah. So there are certain things that you won't see on there. Like, oh, well, why don't you make this? Oh, well, we have other people that's downtown that, that makes the same thing. So first. We live the, the hashtag Salina supports Salina. So, you know, we don't make decorated sugar cookies. There's already a bakery in town that does that. We don't make pies. We don't make pies. There's a bakery in town that does that. So we're all about respecting each other's boundaries. There's room enough for all of us in Salina. And I do make a mean pecan pie, though. Oh, really? We don't sell it on our website. Oh, that's just at the house. Yeah, that's that's for home consumption. Well, that's what what I want. (laughs) You want the home consumption items? I want the home consumption (laughs) pecan pie. Pop's favorite uh, banana cream pie. Yes, my dad's favorite was my banana cream pie, but we don't don't sell pies. It's delicious. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, he hates banana cream, but but he'll eat mine. (laughs) We'll love it. It's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. So right now, you guys are doing this out of your home. We are until our bakery is ready. 
Okay, so yeah, that's where I was going. Tell people what's coming. This is super exciting. Go ahead. Okay, so we are building a bakery. It doesn't look like it right now um, because we have been hung up by um, so many things. Um, But we are building a bakery at uh, 201 West Walnut, which is right across the street from Bongo Bows. It's kind of like build off of the motif of the little hole in the wall. Yeah, it, it is. It is, because <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. a very big space. It's not. So um, for many who have been around Salina for a long, long time, it was uh, Hester's Auto Body Shop, um, which is right next to the brick building where Edward Jones is today. Um, it's about a 1,000 square foot space. And our original plan um, was to renovate that space. Um, we were connected by... Um, I want to hope that fate and God put us together um, with Caleb Levy because we had literally knocked on every door anywhere near the square asking people if they would sell to us, if they would lease to us. I think there's about 20 dusty um, letters of intent floating around the city somewhere with our names at the bottom. Um, We had a wonderful agent who tried desperately to help us and we just weren't getting anywhere. And one day, a friend of a friend of a friend hooked us up with Caleb, and he said, I've been looking for the right thing to put in that space, and um, Hester's lease is coming up at the beginning of the year. Um, This was in 2021. Yeah. Um, Hester's lease is coming up at the end of 2021, and I'm looking for a new business to put in there in 2022. So we met, and we walked the the space together. We met, we talked, and we drew up a contract, and um, he's been just um, amazing through all of this. And we've crossed a lot of hurdles together. So initially the building had um, asbestos in the roof and we had to remediate that before we could touch anything. Um, So that was our first step. And then our second step was finding out that the walls had mold in them. So then we ended up um, having to tear down the entire structure because it wasn't safe for food. Um, so we have literally gone through every, I mean, if you name it, there has been an issue with the sewage lines, the plumbing lines, the topography of the sidewalk, the lines that tie into the project with the city, the lines that tie in under the street. We found out it's a TxDOT road. So TxDOT had to approve the permit. Rain toads, locusts. (laughs) The number of sinks, the number of... Light bulbs, if you could possibly imagine every every hurdle to jump through, we have done, Caleb and his brother and I, um, along with our architect and our, our great partners at Pacheco, who have done the engineering pieces for us. Um, but we hope and pray that we are on our last permit right now. It's with the city. Our latest and greatest submittal is with the city, and they have another week to decide if it's a go. So... <laughs> We're hoping to get started any day now. We joked around before we started this, you know, how bad do you want a bakery in Salina, Texas? Because you guys are getting tested. That resiliency is getting tested. We want it really bad. Well, it's we're, obvious you guys are still in the fight. Let's go. Yeah, we're um, we're officially, what, are, what is it? It's February. So we're officially, we've been in our deal with Caleb now for 15 months. So we're hanging on. So let me say this, or let me ask this. It's one thing to eat a toasted walnut and eat a burger and come out and be like, oh my gosh, let's move here and let's start a business here. What made you immediately fall in love with this community? And now that you've been here for two years, what do you love about this community now? I think it's the same thing. It's, uh, it's the environment. We just love the environment. It's the same thing like it was when we were kids back at home. It's like 
how it was. It's a small town. Even though we're growing, we all know we're growing and we're growing very quickly. It still has that feel and the people here still have that feel. And I think that's one of the things that drew us here. You know, we talked about it felt like a kind of a hallmark moment um, when we stepped out onto the square. We loved the hospitality of of every place that we went into on the square, not only Toasted Walnut and the EDC, but all the places that we walked into. We loved the way that it looked, the way that it felt. Um, and then after we moved here, because um, our move was pretty quick, um, I think we came up to the square maybe one or two times again during our, our move process, trying to sell our house and the process and everything. Um, because we obviously had to look for a place to live. And at the, that point, there were literally two houses available for rent. We didn't want to buy yet because we did it so fast. We were like, well, we're not really sure where we want to buy in, in Salina. There were two homes for rent in Salina at that time. So we rented one of the two available. And, you know, we said, this is it. This is, this is what we're going to do. And, and we love it. We've loved it ever since. Um, and we haven't looked back. And, and the, the place that it was that day is the place that it really was. And I think that's, that's the thing. It, it wasn't a facade. Um, you know, we've been here two years now. We love the people here. We've made so many friends. Um, we've grown our business here leaps and bounds um, into a fully functioning business that can afford to open a storefront um, and sustain on its own. Obviously, we've expanded it because of the need, but we're involved in so many things in the community. We're members of the chamber. I'm a chamber ambassador. We do all of the city functions. You can see us with a tent at every function. We donate to everything we can possibly afford to donate to. Well, um, let me ask you this. Why was that important? I mean, it's kind of rhetorical, I know, but why was it important to get involved in the community? Well, I lived in Frisco for 22 years. I don't know anybody in Frisco. Mm. I knew my neighbor across the street, and that was about it. I didn't know my neighbors. I didn't know. I wasn't involved in the community, even though at one point we were heavily involved in sports in Frisco. Um, my ex-husband was a coach. My daughter was in all sorts of sports. We were in the schools. When we got married, our kids were still in the schools. Um, but we were we had such busy corporate lives that we didn't have an opportunity to really invest in the community the way that we wanted to. And Frisco had gotten so big, we didn't even know where to start. I, I, I mean, if we knew 10 people in Frisco, I think that was probably at the upper end of, of how many people we knew in Frisco. Um, and that was just really important to us. When we were young and we were growing up in a what is was a totally different California when we were growing up, you know, we were surrounded by people we knew and people in our community that we knew and our parents knew. And that was a feeling that we were searching for. And I think we found it here. We're super involved in in everything. I mean, the museum and, and the rotary and I mean, just, you know, everything we can be involved with. We love to do events. Um, and now that we've started catering some of them, it's, you know, it's even more fun because, you know, people recognize us. We actually, for the first time, we were actually recently so in two weird. places. It's so weird when it's somebody really recognizes weird. us. <laughs> I was at home the other day and I was baking and I told Kim she was at work and uh, I look outside and there's all these construction trucks out front and I'm like, hmm, what's going on? So I just walk outside and, hey, what's going on? I saw your trucks out here. Oh, we're just, you know, talking. There's nothing really going on, so you don't have to worry about we're not turning up east office services or anything. But you have a bakery, don't you? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you have anything? And I was like, wow. 
So it was that's kind of cool. Funny to go back inside. Well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay. It's like every time you talk to somebody, they just bring up the bakery. And you well, we were we were in the Walmart parking lot in Prosper a few weeks ago, and a lady stopped us at the parking lot and said, "Hey, the Swirls people." Oh, there you go. And I said, "Uh, yeah, that's us." But I was just stunned. I mean, absolutely, I it, absolutely stunned. Like I couldn't believe it. So had she had some of your yes. stuff? Okay, yes, she had had some of our product before. Okay, well, um, let me say this. If she didn't like it, she wouldn't have said anything to you. That's true. You know, that's but true. I'm sure she enjoyed it. So she was like, hey, you're the swirls bakery people, right? <laughs> yes, it, yes. I guess if, it's like, hey, Kool-Aid, they didn't yell his name because it was it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. You know, it's like, right. oh, there are those people. Hey, and they're like, <laughs> Yeah. So I think that's awesome. That's yeah. that's really neat. And it's just gonna get even more exciting once this the storefront gets open. Absolutely. And not to jinx it by any stretch of the imagination, but the goal is fingers crossed within six to seven months. Yeah. Fingers crossed, yes, yeah. absolutely. So we feel like we have all been patient. Um, you know, we obviously feel like we've been patient. I know there's um Caleb and Jake, uh, they want it up as much as we do, and they've been patient. I mean, between all of the the permits and the construction and TxDOT and all the different things that have, um, you know, been in our way, so to speak. Um, I think the we're... The repeated phrase is enjoy the journey. Yes, people, yes. We just keep saying to each other, enjoy the journey. One day we'll be getting up in the middle of the night practically to bake things for people and open the doors to serve each other coffee and... and um, this, we should enjoy this time where we don't have to be up at four o'clock in the morning every day. <laughs> and you know, this is kind of ironic and I just put this together. You know, we talked before about you guys dated in high school and went your separate ways, right? Right. But then you're back together now and we, you know, that was the plan, right? Um, I'm a believer. So God's timing and all this. Yes, I feel absolutely. The same way, I feel the same way kind of about the bakery, you know? Yeah, we had these setbacks, but it's yeah. going to open when it's supposed to open. Yeah. Right? Yes, and it's gonna it be absolutely awesome will. It does. But you guys have done a tremendous job just based on this conversation. I picked up on this to, to lay that foundation. So you have customers that already like what you're doing. So as soon as you open the doors, they're going to be like, you know, knocking on and be like, I'm here to get my cinnamon rolls. Or I'm here to get my margarita bars or yes. whatever it is. Well, and that's, that was our, our hope is that, you know, as we were waiting, that we would continue to grow in the community and we'd continue to grow the business and we'd continue to make partners. We're a partner at Salina Lifestyle, so we're already advertising for the bakery. It says coming soon. And one day I hope to click on my ad and say open now right. instead of coming soon. But we, you know, we have some incredible partners. Um, we, we've worked hard with um, different people in the community to, um, like coffee. We obviously, we don't make coffee we will make coffee for people when they come to our business, but we partner with Salina Coffee Roasters, which is a local roastery. They brew um, a roast a bean just for us. Sure, yeah. Right, so that. we try to do everything we can to to source locally. So we went into the roastery. We had, it was almost like a wine tasting. You know how you go and pair wines. Well, we took our cinnamon rolls and we did a cupping, which is what they call it when you're when you're doing a tasting of espressos and coffee beans. And we tasted all the different beans, and we have a custom blend now that's made just for us that pairs with our sweets. Um, so we'll be serving that at the bakery. We'll also we have a full espresso bar, and we have applied and already been approved for a liquor license. No. So. Our intent is that we can make you um, some, we have some custom boozy coffee 
um, options and we'll have brunch on Sundays that you can do a mimosa um, or make your coffee Irish. We have a cowboy coffee that has a whiskey in it. And many people probably know about Western Sun. They are our primary provider for our liquor. So we will do our whiskey and our vodka only through Western Sun and they are distilled right here close in Pilot Point. So those are just some other people that we've partnered with. So we're going to be a bakery, but it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be, have a little different niches to it that makes us different from other bakeries. That's in town. Well, I mean, Kim, you have a, a cool vibe about you, but Cleveland's got a real cool vibe about him. And he's the, and he's the <laughs> baker. I mean, just, I mean. He is. He's the cool one. You know what I mean? And the way I envision it, this is me just meeting you guys, that, that that's going to carry over into the business. And based on what you said about the, the comfort food and just the, the, all the, the liquor and everything that you're doing, it is going to have a different feel to it. And I think that is awesome. And I, I need to say this. This is full transparency on my part. You're talking about going to this roastery and pairing this coffee with your cinnamon roll. I'm a coffee guy. Like, I'm getting a cup of coffee before I leave Salina, Texas today from somewhere, okay? I start to get emotional thinking, oh, my God, that sounds so amazing, like the perfect <laughs> coffee with the perfect cinnamon roll. Okay. Tell them about the candle. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. The candle. Sorry. We're going to close down this episode talking about the candle. Okay, well, we have a local candle maker. Okay. She lives in Light Farms. Her company is called the Pure Light Company. Her name is Aish. She's amazing. Fabulous. Uh, she is just fabulous. And she is originally from somewhere in Britain, I think. She's a very uh, European. London, yeah. European accent. Yeah. But she has a business that she does out of her home in Light Farms. And she hand pours all natural, non-toxic soy and coconut wax candles. She makes the vessels, she hand pours the wax, she mixes the scents, she does all the things, and she's done a custom cinnamon roll candle for us that is basically smells like the inside of our cinnamon rolls. Oh, wow. And all of it is custom packaged. She does all of the custom, she has all of the, the packaging sourced for us. And um, it will be for sale in our bakery. It's also for sale on our website now. But she's amazing, too. And she's right here in Salina. Well, let me ask you this just real quick. How did you meet her? So I have a, we currently have a partnership with Annie Jack Boutique on okay. the square. Rachel, who owns Annie Jack Boutique, we do pop-ups there every Saturday. And I have started working at Annie Jack on part-time on the side. Um, my previous life, I was a regional uh, manager for Macy's. I was there 20 years. In my tenure at Macy's, I was a buyer for part of it as well. And so Rachel owns this boutique, a ladies boutique, and I have buying experience and she has small business experience and I'm opening a small business. So kind of it all went hand in hand. Um, we talked a little bit before we were on about God's timing and talked about it again. And, and I think this is one of those things that just sort of happened all in his timing. So They're like Thelma Louise. They, he says <laughs> we're like Thelma and Louise. So I'm I've, I've been helping her on the uh, my long-term retail history, just, you know, the ins and outs of things that you wouldn't know right off the cuff. And she's been helping me with all things small business. And we do... That's a, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So we, we do a pop-up there every Saturday. Well, one of the other ladies that works at Annie Jack is the next-door neighbor of Aish. There it is. Yeah. Aisha's next-door neighbor introduced us, and we went to um, to Aisha's house and, and um, helped, smelled all the smells and um, brought home a whole box full of different scents and burned them and, and tried to figure out what would go together, and um, she came up with the perfect thing for us. 
That's really cool. I yeah. love that. And that is a great way to close down this episode of Life That's in Salina. Awesome. Awesome. The tagline in the community is life connected. And you just, that story right there, just the connections is, is really, really neat. So thank you guys so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. And best of luck to you. And I'm super excited for you guys to open your doors and for me to go in there and get cinnamon roll. Even though I'm gluten conscious, that's all right. I'll bend a little bit there in the perfect <laughs> cup of coffee. Let's go. Perfect. Thank it you sounds so much. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life in Salina. Thanks again to Cleveland and Kim Wycliffe, our featured guests on this episode. My name is Drew Myers. I'll be right back. Thanks for listening to this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. Telling the story of this community through the stories of the people who live and work here. Thanks again to Cleveland and Kim Wycliffe for sharing their story. What a wonderfully great tale. And the really cool part, it's not over. It's only just beginning here in Salina. Swirls Bakery is coming like a freight train and will soon call downtown Salina home. A little radical honesty, putting myself in the narrative real quick, if you don't mind. The next time I come to Salina to record this podcast, Cleveland and Kim are going to bring me some cinnamon rolls. I'm super excited. Before we get out of here today, a couple housekeeping items. Thanks to the Little Wooden Penguin for allowing us to record this episode of Life in Salina. Thank you guys for listening. Always appreciated. And just a reminder, if you like what we're doing on this podcast, subscribe. Hit that like button. Rate the show. Leave us a comment. Share it with family and friends. Subscribing is the big deal, though. Go to your favorite podcast platform, search Life in Salina. All those past episodes are going to pop up, but you're going to be notified every time we release a new episode of Life in Salina. And right now we're releasing one every other month, rapidly approaching episode number 100. I also encourage you to follow Life in Salina on social media, Instagram and Facebook specifically. And last thing, check those show notes. That's a great resource to find out more information about this particular episode. For example, on these show notes, there's a link to Swirls Bakery. Thank you guys again for listening. My name is Drew Myers. You've been listening to Life in Salina. Have the day that you deserve. See ya. Bye. Salina's my kind of Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.